Hello and welcome back. I'm Diana, the PKD Dietitian. And on today's episode, we have another great listener question. But make sure you listen to the very end today because I have an exciting announcement about a special project I have been working on behind the scenes. This week's question comes from Michelle in Baltimore, Maryland, and she wrote, I heard that turmeric is good for PKD and that taking curcumin, although I have no idea what that is, helps with inflammation. My question is, are turmeric and curcumin the same thing? There are a lot of supplements with both of them on the label together. And is one better for PKD than the other? What a great question. I get asked about these two quite often. So let's get into it and see. First, I want to take a look at what curcumin and turmeric are, how they are similar, and how they are different. Because turmeric and curcumin are related, but they aren't the same. Turmeric is a root, and it looks a lot like the ginger root you can buy in the grocery store. Except that on the inside, it is a bright gold and yellow-orange color. Turmeric and ginger are actually in the same plant family. Turmeric powder is dried and ground turmeric root. That vibrant orange spice that you have in your cabinets is perhaps what we are all most familiar with around turmeric. And it is the main component in curries and curry powder. Fun fact for you, turmeric is also added to mustard to give it that yellow color we are all familiar with. Throughout history, turmeric has been used as a spice, but also for medicinal purposes, as a medicine. It has long been believed to contain healing and wellness properties. And as far back as 4,000 years ago, turmeric was used in traditional Indian medicine to enhance wellness and to reduce illness. Medical usage can be traced that far back for strengthening overall wellness and aiding with relieving inflammatory diseases like arthritis. It has long been believed that turmeric has anti-inflammatory and antimicrobial properties, as well as it contains potent antioxidants. In more modern times, turmeric has been studied extensively looking at inflammation and cancer, Alzheimer's disease, diabetes, and even as an addition to beauty products, specifically for anti-aging. There are several positive plant compounds, also known as phytochemicals, which means plant chemicals, that are active in turmeric. And these compounds are what is specifically responsible for many of turmeric's proposed health benefits. The most studied plant compound in turmeric is curcumin, and it is one of three types of curcumin called curcuminoids, kind of sounds like a robot there, that are present in turmeric. So now I want to talk a little bit about what curcumin actually is. And when I say turmeric has been studied extensively, it really is more often that curcumin from turmeric, an extract has been looked at for its potential health benefits. Curcumin is an antioxidant plant compound and it is in turmeric. It is considered to be the primary active component in the turmeric root that is responsible for those health benefits that you hear about. Curcumin is also the source of turmeric's color. You will see curcumin sold as an herbal supplement, 
as a cosmetic ingredient, for food flavoring, and even for food coloring. So let me break down a little bit more about the differences between turmeric and curcumin when it comes to therapeutic supplementation. The differences primarily come down to concentration, but also include some potential risk factors that come with consumption that I want to mention. So let's look at concentration. The average turmeric powder contains only 2 to 8% of curcumin. That really is a small amount. So to reach a therapeutic dose that is associated with those potential benefits, you would have to consume a heck of a lot of turmeric powder. My estimate for daily intake would be around 8 to 9 teaspoons of turmeric powder. On the other hand, curcumin, that active plant compound in turmeric, when it's extracted and taken on its own, it is much more concentrated with those anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. As a standalone, curcumin extracts are generally recognized as safe, and studies show that they are generally well tolerated. So let's look at those benefits a little bit. And like I said, most of the benefits of turmeric can be attributed to the antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects of curcumin. Research shows that it supports brain and heart health. It also helps protect from oxidative stress and free radicals. It can support immune health. And curcumin, remember, is responsible for those anti-inflammatory effects. Now, what about a PKD connection? There are some studies looking specifically into curcumin and PKD. Any of the resources I mentioned are linked out in the show notes for you folks that like to look over studies. Preclinical studies, so animal studies on PKD and curcumin, found that supplementation with curcumin stopped new cyst from forming and also slowed the growth of current cyst in those animals, but it was only seen at a very specific therapeutic dose and beyond. The belief the researchers had about why it helped was that curcumin helped slow down or inhibit those pathways that drive PKD. Also, those anti-inflammatory properties help reduce scarring, sometimes called fibrosis, in the kidneys could have functioned as a proactive protector against kidney stressors and damage. So that mean study came out around 2011, and lots of work has been done since then, not specifically towards PKD. But I also want to touch on a more recent study that came out last year in 2022, and it looked at humans. So it was the result of a human study around curcumin and PKD. The goal was to see if adding curcumin supplementation would help improve vascular function. So that's how your arteries and veins and blood flow and everything related to blood pressure works. It was a randomized control study and they looked at kiddos and young adults between 6 and 25 years old and they were randomly put into two groups. The study group took a daily powdered curcumin supplement for a year. The placebo group had a placebo powder for that same year. And then the two were compared for their outcomes. And research found no significant difference between the two groups in regard to the size of their kidneys, so their total kidney volume, and also their vascular stress markers. 
their conclusion was that curcumin supplementation didn't improve vascular function or slow kidney growth in kids and young adults with ADPKD. And they did look at some of those markers in inflammation and saw no significant change. What I want to say is I'm not ready to give up on the benefits of curcumin supplementation with PKD. Why? Because in my practice, I have seen real life beneficial outcomes. I've seen the positive effects and the impact on reducing pain, helping with inflammation, among other things. It was very different for each person and their desired outcome. Where I want to go next is a quick go through with my four questions to ask before starting a supplement with PKD. If you haven't read or bookmarked the blog I wrote about this, you are going to want to. It also includes a download with the infographic of the questions. Make sure you look at it. All the details are there for you on how to walk through it. And this is the same process I walk through with my clients around supplements. And of course, it's linked out in the show notes for you. Super valuable resource. So the first question, could it hurt? Looking at curcumin, it's generally recognized as safe. Some people did experience some GI distress. That was most often when they were taking super high doses. With turmeric, could it hurt? When you are cooking, absolutely a-okay. Have it. Make that curry. Perhaps not a daily golden milk latte, though. And you might be asking why. The reason is because turmeric, the root, and the spice have a pretty high oxalate load when used in large amounts. Put it in perspective, one teaspoon of ground turmeric has about 48 milligrams of oxalates. Now let's go back to that eight to nine teaspoons needed daily to get a therapeutic curcumin dose, essentially an oxalate bomb. In my opinion, that is not a good risk to take. The second question, could it help and possibly how will it help? My opinion is, yes, curcumin is not going to hurt you. It could help you. It could help with an inflammation, and it absolutely could help with fibrosis in the kidneys. Now, remember, you have to be patient when taking a natural supplement or an extract. And this is also assuming that you're on the right dose. From my experience, it is usually around 8 to 12 weeks where folks start to experience some of those positive effects. Regarding turmeric as a supplement, my opinion is to keep it to use in cooking and skip the supplements and powders. It is absolutely not worth the oxalate risk and the hassle of having to consume very high amounts of turmeric powder, which can become quite bitter at those levels. Next up, the question is, well, how much? Current guidelines based on what has been used in research and proven effective is a pretty big range. The generalized recommendation is 500 to 2,000 milligrams of curcumin extract a day. And studies do show that this is well tolerated. In my own practice, I use a much tighter protocol based on my work with clients to ensure therapeutic levels and also tailored to their specific goals. And if you want help with a review of your supplements, the doses, whether it will hurt or help you analysis, and to get all your questions answers, schedule a lab and kidney health review with me today. That opportunity for you is linked out in the show notes. Now, is it possible to take in too much curcumin or turmeric? 
there's a mixed bag of results with the, with the answer there. The main issue that is in research and I've seen in my own experience is GI distress. And it was absolutely dose dependent, meaning that folks who started with or took higher doses had more symptoms. And the symptoms were generally GI distress. And the ones that are the most common are diarrhea, headaches, even rashes, and yellow stool. Now, I would be amiss if I didn't mention potential interactions that I want you to consider if you are planning on or taking a curcumin supplement. And as always, talk with your doctor, dietitian, and healthcare team before you start any new supplement, including curcumin. You want to ensure that it won't interact negatively with any medications or supplements you are already on. And the main interaction come with blood thinners, so that's Coumadin or Warfarin. Curcumin supplements can actually increase the risk of bleeding. Definitely don't want that. They can impact chemotherapy and the medicines with it, and also immunosuppressive meds like the ones taken post-transplant. Since we're talking about supplements, there are so many different options on the market related to curcumin and to turmeric. As Michelle mentioned, you might even see both of them listed on the front as being present, and it can be very confusing. So here's a good guide for a supplement check. First, ignore the front. That is all marketing. So flip it over and read the back. What you want to look at is first the ingredients. If there's turmeric powder, skip it. Then you want to look at how much curcumin is in it. And they'll generally give you a percentage of how much of the supplement is curcumin, or it might be listed as those three types of curcumin, the curcuminoids. I like to use the benchmarker of 95%, and that shows that it has a nice high percentage of what you want in there. And the last thing to do is to consider absorption how well you're going to be absorbing this supplement. And I'm going to touch on that a minute, in a minute. But make sure you walk through those four questions because you want to know your why, you want to know your how much, and other important intentions before starting a supplement. I do this with all my clients. It's an invaluable process and it really is a good mental shift for how to view supplements with PKD and to be safe. So let's get back to absorption. Curcumin, both in ground turmeric and in extract, aren't well absorbed on their own. Black pepper, more specifically a compound within it called piperine, increases the absorption of curcumin by up to 200%. Adding this is one of the most effective ways to increase absorption. Most supplements actually include some black pepper or that extract, the piperine, to enhance absorption. Back to looking at supplements, you will see black pepper or piperine on there. And that will tell you that it's been added to help you absorb the benefits. Plus, curcumin likes a little fat. This aids absorption too. And for my clients, I often recommend if they are taking a curcumin supplement to take it with a meal for this purpose. So what do I want you to do next? If you are taking curcumin or considering starting it, review this and the dose and the time frame with your dietitian or your medical doctor. 
you want to make sure you're at the correct dose for the benefit that you are specifically taking it for. In summary, avoid turmeric supplements. They are an oxalate bomb. Curcumin is something that may help you and is not going to hurt you. Type of supplement you get is important, as is the dose. If you are interested in taking them, please make sure to review all of this with your dietitian and your medical doctor. I hope you found this episode super informative and helpful. And now to get to my special announcement. I have been working behind the scenes on a group program just for you, and it's going live this September. It's a 12-week program that includes private sessions with me, group sessions, and some virtual learning modules specific to PKD and nutrition for you. Have you ever wanted a roadmap for where to start with your PKD and nutrition journey or what is going to help you the most and exactly what to do to reach your nutrition goals? If you answered yes, then the PKD nutrition program is just for you. It is to help you support kidney health and slow progression with nutrition. Make sure to join the waitlist to get all the updates, details, and info on the PKD nutrition program. Go to thepkddietitian.com forward slash nutrition program to join the waitlist. Again, that is thepkddietitian.com forward slash nutrition program. Until next time, happy eating. <music>